welcome to episode number 19 of Death Piles and Taxes. I am Derek Everett, the Death Pile Man of the group, although that seems to be changing. Across the desk from me is Adam Beasley, who was the tax man, but all of a sudden decided that he was going to be a Death Pile Man as well. How are we doing, Adam? Well, tax season's over, and i got to give myself something to do rather than go crazy and do more taxes. I mean, you can just sit around and uh, fiddle about. I'm not a fiddler. You might be a fiddler on the roof. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, I, I just can't sit still, man. i got to have something to do. Get you one of them fidget spinners. That'll take care of you. Uh, that was called, like, shop class, you know, nuts and bolts and trying to figure stuff out. That's what a fidget spinner was. Okay. I don't know what that means, but this is Death Piles and Taxes, the podcast about selling your uh, your things on the internet and, and, and or doing taxes about and, that. And paying less in taxes from doing that. And, uh, or at least paying taxes. I, I'd like to say less, but let's start with just paying your taxes. I like I tell everybody, it's a good thing to pay taxes. You know why? You're a contributing member to society. You're not getting arrested. That sounds like socialist talk from you. No. You're always getting on me about this kind of stuff. It means you make money, man. The only time you pay taxes is when you make money. That's a, that's a good thing. I, uh, Profits are good. Profits are a good thing. So, episode 19, like I said, I've already derailed this probably three times in that intro. That's okay. What's uh, what's up? How's the week been going? Oh, it's it's uh, water bottle. 30. Water is just not the same as do 30. It doesn't even... As Adam takes a couple of guzzles. Oh, I it did... Been away, man. It's been 23 days since I did the do-in. Quenches, quenches the thirst nonetheless. No, I... It, it's, it is tax time's over um, as far as regular tax season. Hopefully, um, if you haven't filed your taxes yet, it probably means you're not going to do it until October 14th because that's when the next deadline is. Probably means you need to talk to Adam. Probably means you're a procrastinator and you're waiting until the absolute last minute. But uh, we talked about last week. Get your documents in order, people. That's all the IRS wants. Also, I seem to still be battling my cold slash allergies. A lot better this week than last week. But if you hear me uh, rattling around a, a cough drop in my mouth or whatever, bear bear with me. I know last episode I heard a couple clicks and pops, and I wasn't sure if that was you and your pen or me and my uh, me and my uh, That's cough you. drop. That's you, or you and your bottle cap. Since you're not a, not a do man anymore. Well, I guess let's let's get into this, the, our hot. Hot tip for before the first five I, minutes. I, okay, I got I got something, though. I got to come out of the gate. I got to shoot it straight out of the gate. With that, your hot tip? Well, that's for episode... Well, I won't even go into what we got coming up. Okay, down the line. Well, what do we got? So I'm talking to uh, my dad the other day, right? Yeah, Denny. And uh, he said, you know what happened the other night? Well, what's that? That could be a lot of things. Uh, he said, I couldn't sleep. I had me some insomnia going, so I decided I'd throw on your podcast and <laughs> see if I could uh, catch a few Zs. And I said, well, how'd that work for you? And he said, uh, didn't. I stayed up listening to the whole thing, and uh, <laughs> it didn't put me to sleep at all. And I thought, well, that's that's good, I guess, for one. You know, maybe we can help people out there with some insomnia. If you're asleep, well, play it. I don't, you know, if it helps you, it helps you. And two, he said he's getting almost to the point, he's almost there to where he's going to start selling some stuff or trying some stuff out. And I said, I'm here to help you. I'll, uh, you know, teach you whatever. No no problem there. That's what I'm doing here. He said, well, you might have to show me a few things more than once. I said, I'm happy to do that. And I, that's my thing to everybody. I'll uh, I'll teach you for free. And uh, if you're my father, of course, I'll show you as many times as I need to. But it's uh, one of those things the older generation seems to be a little more intimidated by it, but it's really easy, and uh, kind of like I was telling him 
Maybe it's not even eBay. If you're cleaning out the garage, you're cleaning out the Jardies. the shed and stuff. Facebook, you know, yeah. uh, marketplace. There's there's all sorts of places to to sell your bigger, heavier items. So it's making larger coin. So I thought that was kind of funny. We're here in Zambia, one one person at a time. Well, it's it's funny you say that. I got talking with uh, my mom. We we, you know, sometimes we'll we'll. Uh, uh, maybe say she's the one reviewing a lot more reviews, and you know what? Bless her heart. She didn't even know we were doing a podcast. She didn't even know, huh? <laughs> oh, that's nice. What's a podcast, right? Yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. Um, so, because I, I had our question, I remember I I had to find out when I moved out. We we talked about this a little bit on a a bonus episode that I haven't quite released yet. Ooh, ooh, that's a hot tip right there in yeah, itself. We we talked about that, but uh, I couldn't quite remember dates, and she was able to fill those dates in for me. The old perumpy hot tip. Yeah, that's right. Hey, so you got so so I do got something, but it's gonna be a lot longer than a five minute segment. All right, well let's give them a, a quick hot tip. It's a hot tip. All right, but it's gonna be a long hot tip. Well, can we give them anything that to entice them to get the whole thing? Well, you know, buy by the cow if the milk's free is what the kids say, right? All right, all right. Look, just give me the whole story. So if you're sitting down right now, this is being a good time to be sitting down. We talked about negative feedback last week, right? Yes. So sure enough, what happens to me? Oh, was it one or two days ago? It's because your phone listens to our conversation. I got a negative feedback. Which, good thing, you know how my wife had her negative feedback? Yeah. Which that'll be, she got it taken care of. I got it taken care of too, and we'll, we'll get it. That was my hot tip. I was going to do my whole process. Well, long story long, huh? It's going to be a long story long, but you're All listening right. to an eBay podcast. You probably, especially if you're a new seller, like I got my negative feedback and I had 99.8% positive feedback. So what did you do? And then I sold two more things right after that for like 40 bucks each. So it doesn't really hurt when you get to a certain point. But if you're new and you get it, man, that's going to take you down to the low 80s. Yeah, my, my wife is like 87. She'd sold quite a few things, but it threw her down. So Yeah, it's going to throw you down. And it could, I mean, at that point, it can really threaten your, uh, yeah, you know, your eBay if you're going to get suspended yeah. stuff like that. So it could hurt your business. So I, I'm assuming that this person probably... Knew everything about you, found out that your real name is Mr. Scumbag, and you're a real jerk bag, and you, you did something wrong, right? Well, here's the thing. So, I sell this beanie, right? I'm not going to get into details about it, because it really doesn't matter. But a it's a nice, beanie baby? higher-end beanie for your head. Oh. It was sealed, brand new, in plastic. Oh. So, I sold it to them 16 days ago or something, I get it. Okay. The other day, I have a blue, negative feedback. I, I look maybe once or twice a week or something, not... I don't really have it. For what? It was in the bag. It said, I am not as described. So, okay. You know, some people don't even want to fuss with it, but right. you know me. I like to have that 100% score. Sure. Because I like people to look at it and say, this guy knows what he's doing. Yeah. And I've been around the block a few times, so I contact the buyer kind of like we talked about. And I said, hey, man, you've had this for 16 days. I noticed that you left me a negative feedback. What's up? He says, I am not as described. Did you get the right item? Was it, what's wrong? You know, what's up? Yeah. yeah, kind of like, get the wrong item. If not, what did you get? How can I fix it? What's up? Don't hear nothing back. So this morning, I'm like, oh, man. I have to keep bugging this guy a little bit. Yeah, you got to find so out what's I, going on. So I, I send him back another message. I said, hey, man, sorry to bug you, but again, got this negative feedback. Just wondering what I can do to uh, get you to reconsider, maybe revise it. What can I do to, to solve your issues? Because I can see that you got an issue here. You know, what can I do to fix that? Don't hear nothing. So okay. Like, All right, this guy's maybe just not going to play ball, which can happen, and then you're just stuck with it. Possible. Sure. So, again, I'm just like, okay, last last chance. I'm like, hey, man, not really trying to bug you, but I really do want to make this better for you if I can. 
I don't know what happened. I don't hear nothing from you for 16 days. I, you know, what can I do to fix this feedback and solve your concern? Because you have to, you have to write it because you know somebody at eBay someday is going to read these yeah, messages potentially. Sure. So you got to kind of butter the biscuit a bit. And, you know, I don't want somebody upset if you don't want the item. I have a 60- or 30-day return policy on most of my things. Free returns, I'll pay to ship it back. Sure. And give you your money back, especially if it's my fault. So, finally, the person responds to me and just says, it wasn't what I thought it would be. Okay. It's a beanie. That's it's exactly his picture. It's a, it's a beanie. And, uh, you know, and I'm like, okay, well, not what you thought it would be. Like, what can I do? He was expecting a beanie baby. What can I do to fix this issue, then? Send me a refund. All he says, send me a refund. So, okay, I know how eBay works now. Now I have to say, and you shouldn't be doing this probably, but for Derek, and if you're listening to this podcast, this is how you can get your feedback removed. So I say to him, so if I send you a refund, will you revise and change the feedback? Yes, if you send me a refund, I will give uh, you know I will give you your feedback oh, away or take it away. It's like feedback hostage, right? Extortion. Extortion. That's that's, that's what it is. And then here comes round two. So I'm like, okay, this is easy enough. So I drive a bit in the day. I have lunch breaks and stuff. This is going to be easy for a guy like me. Okay. I've had this handled many times. There's two eBay call centers when you call in. You either get the one that's in America. Up the road here. Okay. Or you get the one that's in the Philippines, not up the road here. Uh-oh. Now, this isn't going to be... I'm, I bless these people, right? But I usually get the Philippines, and it's not a language barrier. They understand what I'm saying. They understand the concern. They can say, thank you, Mr. Derek, a lot. Okay? Okay. So I get somebody over in the Philippines... And I'm like, okay, well, this is pretty easy. So I explained that whole situation to them. I said, so what we have here is with eBay policy, it's a feedback extortion. They can send it back. I got my policy. If they want a refund, happy to do it. What they're asking me to do is pay them back their money. They keep the item, and they'll remove the feedback. That's extortion. Yeah. Can you please hold Mr. Derek for two to three minutes? Okay, yeah, I can do it. You know, come back up. Nah, it's just, no, we can't do it. I said, don't tell me you can't do it. I know you can do it, because I've had this done before. And the problem is, either they don't feel empowered, or they don't understand the policies, or the language. There's enough barrier that they can't read into the, what's being implied, right? There's some, some of this you have to be able to tell what the person's kind of saying. They're saying, give me back money, and I'm going to take away your feedback. Yeah. And, uh, well, how do you know um, this is what they want? I'm like, just read the messages. So they read them. No, I can't do nothing for you. So I'm kind of getting upset. But I'm like, whatever. Just hang up. Go to the next rep. Yeah. So I hang up. Call back in. <sighs> Some girl in the Philippines again. And I'm like, same situation, same thing. They don't get take notes a lot of the time, which is beneficial for a guy like me. And so she's kind of like getting fired up. Like, no, you need to let him return the item. I said, he doesn't want to return the item. Well, how do you know? Because he didn't say he wants to return the item. Well, how do you know? Because he said that he wants a, a refund. <clears throat> but I said, he's, well, how do you know he doesn't want to return it? I said, because he's had it for 16 days. He doesn't say nothing. And when I contact him, he says, give me back. Um, give me more money. Well, not even more money. Just give, give me, me a, a refund, yeah. and I'll, I'll take it away. Yeah. And so, long story longer, kind of get into an argument. And I said, it's the same reason I know that he doesn't want me to walk to his house and get it. He didn't say that. That's the same reason he's not going to come drop it off at my doorstep. He didn't say that. 
What he said is if I pay him money, <laughs> he's going to give me the feedback removed. So long story short, I kind of get huffy and I think, calm yourself down, man. Like, no sense to yell at this person. They're doing their job. They're trying to do the best they can. They're not empowered enough to help you. No. That's an eBay problem. So I hang up, and I'm like, okay. Come on, God bless the USA. I hang up, and I'm like, first off, I go to the meetings up there. I need to get just the direct number. Yes. And they were going to, with an eBay open two or three years ago, give you a, a concierge or whatever that word is, and you'd get an automatic person that would take care of you um, in America. I don't know what happened to that. You're going right down the alley of, well, I won't derail you, but welcome to my life. So, yeah, it's like dealing with FBA. FBA, FBI, FBI, I, I don't know, IRS. 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 That's some acronym. Yes. And so, and the FBA Amazon, FBI, who's going to come and arrest us if we don't do our taxes. So, I'm like, okay, okay, I'm going to take the bait a little bit. I shouldn't, I shouldn't do this. But I send back the person a message, and I say, okay, let me make sure I get this straight from you. <laughs> You're going to keep the item. I am going to pay you the money, and then... You will remove the feedback, correct, send, which I'm totally baiting them. This is probably against eBay policy on my end. And then I said, where do you want me to send the money? Question mark. Which they just barely responded. I've already took care of the the thing. So then I call one more time. Last chance. And then I'm just going to let it cool for a little bit. Sometimes you just need to, like, relax. Back away from Back away. And you've got some time to remove feedback. and. Yeah, they want you to send a revision message. form to these people that are already mad at you and you don't need that jumping through form. hoops and stuff. So, which has worked for me in the past, but when it's something like this, it's just you know how the people are. Like you understand how American people think and are acting. So, I hear the stars and stripes and the eagles flying. And I get some lady I can't remember her name. Probably Joy, and she's obviously an American. I said. Oh, let me explain what happened. So I explained the whole thing to her, and she's like, that's weird. I said, yeah. The problem is they want to keep their jobs. I understand it. They're doing the best they can. They're making good money over in the Philippines for this job at eBay, whereas the people up at you know the call center here, eh, they're probably making good money, but not life-changing, whatever. And they have more freedom. Like, they will take, they'll, they'll read it in context, and they feel more empowered to help you out. I don't know what it is. eBay needs to work on getting this more consistent across the board. So she's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I totally see what you're saying. Oh, yeah. And I said, the only reason those last two messages are there is because the previous people weren't removed the feedback without that information, and I don't feel it's right to be trolling this person, but I want to get this removed. Oh, yeah, I'll remove it. And then it's gone. That's it? And I said, thank you very much. And now it's gone. So if you want to get your feedback removed, and you aren't in the wrong, you might be in the wrong, I had somebody that the first year I was on eBay left me some uh, feedback in French. No clue what it said. No clue what happened. It was there for a year. It happens. You know, I understand that. Because that was long before there was like that translation button. I get it all the time with my uh, wheelchair company. I've been getting messages from all over the world. And like, hey, it comes over in a different language, but I could hit C translation. You yeah. say they didn't have that back uh, when it was the DOS printer you used? To print out your labels? That's about right. There was probably somewhere, but I didn't click and paste or nothing. So it was something in French, and you can always write like everybody underneath. Did you say paste or pastries or pasties? I said click and paste. Oh, click and paste. I don't know what you're doing this weekend, but it sounds like a good time. Yeah, or if you've got pastries and pasties on your mind. We're we're talking about maybe going to, uh, what's his name, Uh, the, the 
bakery in Hoboken one day when we go to back east. Oh, you're back on your Food Network stuff, man. Yeah, man. Don't you watch that Food Network? Duh. No, not Duff. Buddy. If you go buddy. back to episode uh, last week, I don't watch the Food Network. Episode <laughs> <laughs> last week. <laughs> Push rewind on that. That's great. I should watch the Food Network, but then I just gain weight watching TV and you get hungry just watching TV. So Yes. Um, so anyway... If you're if you got feedback, if you're in the wrong, you're in the wrong. You can write a little rebuttal to it, which you know, worst case, you write a little rebuttal saying your case. But I would tell you, every time, try to contact your your buyer and say what's wrong. Yeah, do it all in writing. Yeah, well, do it through eBay messages because yeah. they will review all this. Yeah, be professional. Say what's wrong. Address the problem. If the person said, "Hey, I want to return it. I don't like it," I said, "Cool." But then I'd say, "If that happens, you're going to remove the feedback." Correct. Like, not threatening, not whatever. Yeah, correct. But then if they don't do it, you can go back to eBay and say, they didn't do it, I did my part. Yeah. So you, you go, you, you're professional, you write in your messages, you make sure you're holding them accountable as well, and then you follow through. So, so there you go. I think I've got a question for you. Well, I want to hear how your wife's feedback got removed, actually. Okay, well, I'll give you the answer to that. Okay. Same I'll, question. Like, same question. Okay. You, well, your, your suggestion last week, I went back and told her how... So my wife sold a pair of jeans... And the girl um, sent a message back with a picture saying, hey, you, these jeans zipper is broken. And my wife looked at the picture and like, these are not even the same jeans, like different tag, different zipper. So my wife, she said it, but she could have did it the way you, you, you worded it saying, yeah. hey, I just want to make sure I'm clarified. These are not the jeans that I sold. I'm not sure if you bought several and just got it mixed up with the pair that I sent you. Because then it, it puts the implications. Impl, 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 sure. <laughs> it means that you're saying that person, like, you're saying, yes, I know that it's wrong, but you're giving them the opportunity to say, oh, yeah, you're probably right. Not absolutely don't call me a liar because yeah, that's what the girl the thought. You're ball in their court and you're, you're not uh, picking a fight. It seems like a yeah. lot of times people are like, oh, we're ready to go to war. If you yeah. come at them and like, no, that's cool. Okay, what's up? And they're, yeah. they're caught off guard almost. So that's a, and and it was funny because then the next time, the the girl sent back the pictures and my wife's like, "That's the stock picture that was I took because I can see the floor because that's where I took the pictures from my house." Um, so anyway, she had that on there. Um, she was able to call up somebody at eBay and just say, "Hey, this is what it is." They looked at it and reviewed like, "Oh yeah, that's obviously not the right picture." She took it off and it was gone. Yeah, that's the thing. You gotta present a case. You gotta be professional. Uh, a lot of times, you don't want to buy or get the get the seller or the buyer. Excuse me, or the seller, obviously. But you don't want to get them outraged. You don't want to get no. them upset. eBay's gonna side with them a lot because that's you know money. That's happy seller. You know, customers always right. Yeah, but yeah. So eBay, you know, they're gonna take the customer side a lot of the times. But if you present your case, you go in there professionally, and you have your ducks in the row. You know, they're. They got policies, and you got to follow their procedures. But like you're saying, if you got an obvious picture that the people are just swapping or whatever, don't get in a fight and say you're a liar, you're trying to scam me, whatever. Just say, okay, send me the information. Then you go to eBay, let them handle yeah. it. Then they can call up eBay and be as mad as they want or whatever. You don't have to deal with it. Somebody e in the Philippines e does. eBay's the hall monitor. Yeah, or the hall monitor. <laughs> they're the person, they're the uh, meter maid, the parking ticket people. And, and, and basically you're saying, hey, here's here's what I gave you. And they're like, no, this is not. Like, dude, it's it's right here. It's, it's, it's the little kids going, mom, mom, it's, they it's, sent me the wrong thing. It's, they charged me money. It's, it's all there. So it's funny what people do. Like 
So that brings up my other thing. I'm, you know, I'm always reading these uh, Facebook groups and, and trying to learn. Um, there's been a lot. Uh, again, I think there's a lot of negatives that come up because that's people's. I mean, when things are going well, they're like, oh, okay, well, things are going great. You know, they don't feel like they need to learn anything. Man, when you're out farting through silk, man, things going good, man. Everything's happy. Yes, yes. But when things go bad, sure. Yeah. So you get a lot of the, the negatives of the questions, but there's been a lot of uh, questions regarding mail carriers and their smoking policies. <laughs> Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Now, to uh, next month. Yes. At our, our eBay event, right? Yep, there's a big deal. There's about, a big deal. Mm-hmm. They're going to have the mail carriers come in. I don't know the answer to that, but I think we should go. We yes. should ask the question and see what happens. Well, I know that you're pretty familiar with a lot of things in the world. You're a very intelligent man, a lot of street smarts. Try to be. Okay. So I'm going to ask you a, a personal question. You can say yay or nay. I'm going to put, can I plead the fifth? I'm going to put you right on the spot. <laughs> see how personal so, this gets. So with your experience, does vape smoke smell or just cigarette smoke? I know you're an expert in this area. <sighs> My experience, smell or slinger? Because <laughs> I was at a parade. Slinger? Linger. Slinger. I was at a parade probably three to four years ago, maybe more. And we're sitting on some camp chairs by these people that were vaping. And they were in front of us. And so their smell would come back, and it was a pleasant whatever, you know. Aroma. Aroma of grape, or it smells like candy or whatever. But it also had this really weird kind of aftertaste or whatever that just kind of Schlingered, just kind of you know, kind of not, not like not like cigarette smoke. It's just different. But it was just different. But it was something that like kind of got caught in your mouth or whatever. Like, oh man, that's that is kind of nasty. But my my experience, I know some guys who work with, with vape and whatever too, is that uh, cigarette smoke. Obviously, you know, you walk in. So my my uncle David, shout out to Uncle David, the Salt Creek. Uh, lounge. Down. Oh yeah, they had their going out party right last Saturday. Was the last last night they sold off the bar. My uncle David is in the house band apparently. Uh, straight shot, straight out. Shout to straight shot band with Uncle Skip. With Skip and Riley. There you go. And so he he invited us to go up to the bar and uh, watch them do their last show at the bar. And uh, apparently they've been the house band for. 40 years or something, but they didn't know about it until, like, last week that they were actually the house man. <laughs> it's one of those things. So, you know, I don't go to bars a whole lot. I don't really venture out much past my curfew. Occasionally, I'll, I'll be some places or go to some concerts or whatever. So, me and my wife say, that'll be fun. So, we go up to the bar and... Thanks for the invite. Hey, I thought I thought uh, I was a good friend for not, not indulging you. You got kids and things. It was a, it was a late Saturday night. And I didn't think about it. We were just talking about our, our rendezvous at the Madison, seeing Tracy Lawrence. So, anyway, so we go in there, and uh, there's people smoking and what have you. Having yeah. a good time. And the band played for a little bit. We left a little early. Anyway, my, my parents came. First time I ever seen my mom in a bar. <laughs> it, was, it was funny. So, <laughs> it was a good time. And But when I got home... I mean, I noticed how bad my, my clothes, they smelled. Yes. And I'm like, oh, man, I had to shower, take off the clothes, get them laundered. Um, my experience with people, like at work or whatever, I'll be outside talking if they're vaping and stuff. You can smell the vape, but it doesn't really stain your clothes or get, get uh, the odor doesn't seem to get on you. Yeah. In, in my experience, that's how it's been. So I'm not a full-fledged expert, but my opinion, cigarette smoke stain stays on clothes 
vaping doesn't. Yeah, so that's the the issue is there's some sellers that get some negative feedback because these clothes smell like smoke, and they're like, dude, I don't smoke. I come from a smoke-free home. The problem they're saying is they get to these carriers, and when the carriers are in there smoking, even though I'm not sure if it's written. I'm assuming it's got to be written that there is a no-smoking policy inside the truck, but how do they enforce that? And a lot of people are saying that's where they believe the issue is coming from. So, so we'll talk to the post office about that. That's a good question. Here's my here's two thoughts. All right. So first off, you need to be wrapping that a lot better. Maybe yes. even double wrapping it and, and making sure it's tight because smoke shouldn't be able to be getting through and getting into your clothes, or that kind of stuff can happen. Even if you're putting it in like a a grocery store bag or yeah. or a plastic, just a bag that you put your clothes in and then put it into your polymeller. I put that polymeller tight, especially if you know this is happening a lot in your area, because your post people might be doing who knows what smoking in the car. And then I would tape it shut. You get your free eBay tape and stuff. Uh, take those ends and make it so it's kind of sealed, you know, pretty well. There you go. There's some good feedback for those people who's having the issues with their uh, mail carrier, the chimney pipe. The other thing is, I would kind of say, you know, obviously you, you can write to the people and say, hey, I don't know what's up. Um, I wash my stuff when I get it. Yep. We don't smoke, smoke free, whatever. Or I don't know. You are getting it from a thrift shop. Maybe it does smell like smoke, and you're not smelling it. They're washing it before you sell it out. True. I would go to the post office and say, "Hey, so I sell stuff on eBay, as you know. Every post office knows what you do. Yeah. Now this works a lot better with a small town than a big town because volume and people that know you. And I'd say I'm getting this complaint from people. They're saying their stuff's getting there smell like cigarette smoke. I don't know if you guys smoke or not." But what's up? You know, is, is this happening? Is this something that might be happening here? And that way you're kind of on the radar of, okay, we know that Gary smokes, and he's probably smoking in the car. And now we go to Gary and say, hey, man, you can't be doing this. We're getting complaints from customers. Uh, if you're outside walking, whatever your policy is on your brakes, but don't be doing it in your truck no more because people are getting upset. Maybe you just bring Gary a pack of Nicorette gum. Or you go to Gary and say, man, I forgot to give you something at Christmas. I know you're working hard. Hey, some people are complaining about smoking. You have to make the sandwich, right? You put the bad thing in the middle. So I know you're working hard. I appreciate it. I know you're smoking. You shouldn't be, you know, I got people complaining. I don't really care personally, but it's really hurting my business. Hey, and here's 20 bucks to Starbucks or whatever. Hey, if you could watch that, I appreciate it. But here's, you know, here's here's grease the palm a little bit. Yeah. Hey, here's a Red Robin card. Whatever's kind of in your area. Strap tank brewery. Hey, here's here's a pack of Marlboros. Just stop smoking in my car, in, in your car when you deliver my stuff. Here's some Joe Camel points. <laughs> Get some chew. I don't know, but that way you're putting the when you make the sandwich, you want to put some good news in the front, the bad news in the middle, and send some more good news on the end, right? So wow. Well, there's your your feedback. Your thirty minutes of how to uh, create. Good feedback. Take it's care more than of just a hot tip, man. This is a this is a this is a good thing. That this is good stuff. If you sell on the internet, feedback's important, especially at first. I mean, you get to a point where it's kind of well, whatever. You know, I, I mean, I can take a few negatives. Obviously, I don't want them. Things still sell. My percentage is still high. But if you're brand new, that could really that could really upset you. I was talking to Wadi the other day. It always comes up, but he uh, <laughs> they sent some some of their stuff was. I think we talked about it. The people were saying, hey, we didn't get this item or whatever. And he told his wife, if I get a negative review, I'm closing this account. We're starting all over again. I'm not going to have this negative review on my Give account. Give it right? up. So, it is important. You know, it's, it's something that 
if somebody's looking at two things from you and from somebody else it's the same price, what's the next thing they're going to go look at? They're going to see, you know, what your feedback is, what people are saying about you. If it's the same price and you're, and you're especially if you're newer, for people to take a risk on you. I mean, I got a couple thousand positive feedbacks, which people don't always leave it. I mean, I've probably sold yeah. who knows how many things. Yeah. So almost 3,000 positive feedbacks. And if you're new, I mean, it takes a little while to accrue that. Another thing, if you're new and, and you're you're getting a buyer that's not going to help you out or you can't get the negative feedback removed, I would go buy a bunch of stuff on eBay, little small things, and build up because you're going to get positive feedbacks from those people that you bought it from. So that will build up your percentage. Uh, it's just a, a quick tip to kind of boost feedback. So if your percentage is down or if you're getting some, some negative reviews, or obviously look at your process and change whatever's wrong if something's going wrong. But also go out and buy some things and you can boost up that percentage a little more because when you buy stuff, especially from people like, like me or whatever, you can get automatic feedback. This guy that gave me negative feedback, he got, he got positive feedback from me. I'm not going to go back and take that away or nothing. So Yeah. That's just that's just uh, I guess some hot tips there some some feedback one on one if you will. Hey, we like feedback. Um, we've been getting some on the show. You know the funny thing is our show's turning more into um, we got some more nuts and bolts in in selling. Yeah, you know we we love the stories. I mean that's what differentiates us from other places is we're really trying to make this uh, personable, but. We're here because we're doing this, and and by we, I mean both of us are now. Oh, yeah, we're still having a good time, but yeah, we'll, we'll cover. I mean, we got stories, but we have stories every week, right? And we'll talk about our stores. There's always stuff selling and going, so. Yes, sir. Just checking out my store, right? Well, my wife's been doing. I, I I've slacked. Let's be honest here. I, yeah, I've got the new there. <laughs> hey, I've been carrying this show for three months now. Now my back hurts. <laughs> um. I told my wife, I'm like, I've got to get back into this because I've I've did my stuff on on my personal. She set up our our page, the Double Comma Llama, okay, and uh, she's been doing all of her. I want to get my own because I have my own unique shirts and things. Not sh- unique, but shirts. And she's kind of getting into this uh, like middle range women's clothing, and and not like it matters, but I want to see how much more I can do than she can do. So you want her to be like, yeah, nice try. Here's what I made this month. Exactly. And you're like, well, I'm doing pretty good. And yeah. this and that. And you're like, well, I'm doing good for me. We've got our own. Tax season's coming up. Yeah. I mean, one thing. like so You we, need your own money for this uh, for our Wendover trips and whatnot. That's right. Las Vegas, uh, eBay Open, trying to get the, uh, can we get scout tickets? <laughs> you know, there's probably somebody willing to do it. But uh, I think I'm going to be the 2020. I've given up on that one. That's my bad. I, I slagged on that one, so uh, I think we could we could roll the dice. You could definitely roll the dice, man. But that's a it's a busy weekend now. We got we got things going. It's a week. It's very weekdays. Oh, well, there you go. So, man, we've already blown through this first thirty minutes. Well, I feel good about it. That's good. I haven't even addressed half my. Half my topics. Well, let's get in and let's power right through it. Let's push through it. Man, maybe I'll find me a little straight shot. Maybe I'll put a little straight shot at the break. Straight shot at the break. Davey and Skip, the band up at the uh, Ooh, Tribute to Salt Creek Bar. I don't know if I got any or not, but I'll try to find some. Well, there you go. So let's, uh, let's take a break and uh, let's come right back. You think you know me. Thanks for listening to Death Pile of Taxes. This is Adam the Taxman. If 
you're listening to this podcast, hopefully that means you're selling on eBay. There's lots of things that you should know, and that's what we're here to help you. At Adam Up Accounting, we'll give you all the insights of what you should be keeping track of, the things you can write off, and how you can help improve your tax business so that you can pay as little as possible, but enjoy spending those profits on things that make you happy. Check us out on our website, Adam Up Accounting. Bottom right-hand corner, you can chat with us right there. Thanks. Still call me friend. Yeah, we're still friends. That's how this started. This is probably how it will end. At least I'll have one friend in the world, right? We were talking about. We're not even. We're only Thursday night friends now. <laughs> Here's the funny thing. So, during the day job, I was making a delivery up to up to our other uh, place up in up in Sandy. And I was talking to the guy this morning. I see him every day, right? And he's telling me how uh, he has this plot of land up in Idaho, and he goes there once a year with his high school friends. They've all bought in. How, like six or seven of them. They have a, what do you call it? It's like a social club or something. They made it for tax purposes so that whatever, nobody, don't, what you know this, yeah, you know yeah. this better than me. And so anyways, I said, well, that's kind of cool. Like you're still hanging out with people that you went to high school with. That doesn't happen all that often. He goes, well, they're my only friends. I see them once a year, you know, besides people at work. <laughs> I thought, yeah, that's kind of true. Like, uh, if you, have, if you have more than five friends, you know, if you can put all your friends on, on a finger, you're doing pretty good in life, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, so. It's good. Good. I had a friend, that. and I talked to him every day, but now I do a podcast with him, so we talk every Thursday. Yeah. Face to face. We record it. Um, but yeah, we're like, don't, don't talk during the week, because then we can't do a podcast. Yeah. You have to act like this is brand new. Well, it is brand new. That's <laughs> the best part. I never know what's coming out of your mouth. So, uh. I have to bring up our M&M's, right? All right. We were just checking out the store. Tell me about the M&M's. The contest is over. Okay. So the limited editions, we've been talking about this for a few weeks. Yes. Um, contest is over, but they're not going to announce the winner until August. Wow. So we don't know who won. So here's the problem. Here's I, went, the, I, I went to my gas station that I usually buy them at. They don't have them anymore. Well, yeah, they're, they're, they're disappearing. However, you want to get the losers. <laughs> Because the winner's going to be on the shelf in August. So you want the winner right now to be selling, but there wasn't a distinct winner. Everyone I talked to says it was either coconut or it was the jalapeno. So you're saying toffee's not the winner? Toffee, not the winner. I'm telling you, the mixed toffee with the jalapeno, that was that's the winner. That's where it's at. So you're gonna if you have them, hurry up and list them. You want to get them up for sale and put them at a high price. And they're not going to go for a while. The toffee one's probably not either because people have stocked up on the ones they like. Yeah. Last time with the chili nut, I did the same thing. I thought, oh man, I bought way too many of these chili nuts. They're not going anywhere. I got them priced too high. Then all of a sudden, they start selling like crazy. Like 10 bucks for a small bag. And people buy like four or five bags at a time. That's insane. What happens is eventually they're going to sell, they're going to run out of their supply. It didn't win. They're not coming back. And they're just going to start buying. And if you price them high and you're patient, you'll get your price. So, I mean, you're not going to get like $700 a bag, but you can get like. 10, 12, 6, whatever you feel is fair. You're selling a dime bag. A dime bag, Daryl. You're, uh, 
gonna get you. You know, you can get ten bucks a bag. So, or if you have the bigger bags, guide bag. If you get the bigger bags, I don't remember what ounces are, but like the big Ziploc bag, I'd be thirty to forty bucks. I really would. So, if you still have them, can find them. You gotta be patient with this kind of a thing, but they will go. And don't leave them in your car. If you find out which one, yeah, don't leave them in your car. If you do find out which one uh, did win, though, you're going to want to hurry and probably not price that one as high and just move them because... There's going to be out there. They're going to be out there. Or, 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 or just eat them, I don't know. But. Yeah. Take them to the movies with, with, with Hooper and Waddy. <laughs> Watch Waddy cringe every time Hooper just <laughs> throws one down. He's thrown with a guy, heckling him, come kick me out, this is a jalapeno, and Waddy's like, that's a quarter piece, man. <laughs> That'd be worth almost going to, right? That would be worth going to. So, what what you got on your list today, my friend? Well, here's what I've been doing, right? So, I told you, I told you the other day. I'm like, man, you won't believe what I've been up to. I know. I wanted to hear about it. So, um, have you ever heard of Nesty? Nest Tea? Like Nesty, like the company. Nasty? <laughs> That's my view of the problem. Nest, like, like Nestle Tea? Nesty? No, never heard of it. Well. They are discontinued. Okay. So, I got a hot tip of uh, Nest Tea. If you can find it, go ahead and put it in, on, on your eBay search right right now. There's a there's a unsweetened one. It's like a green jar lid, and it's going for uh, about you know fifty to eighty bucks for a jar. Um, and there's the sweetened tea, which isn't going for as much. No, I'll just all one word, Nest Tea. So. Yeah, there you go. Why isn't that coming up? There you go. Spelling's not my thing. Oh, come on now. Now, this isn't working good on the podcast because people can't see, but drop it down right there to the unsweetened right there. Oh, I see it. I see it. So, um, maybe it's all sold out. As Adam's putting this in, I'm going to go ahead and tell you that this is a discontinued product, and... and uh, what happened? Because I know I got some for sale. I've been going oh, around. I'm, to gr- I'm in the wrong place. I'm in my store. Oh, you're in your store. You don't got any in your store. I don't yeah, have filter that out. I don't have my store yet. Go back to the main eBay. eBay.com it. And then put in. There you go. I'm sure people are loving hearing you do this. Searching it. I just want your reaction. All right. Ness T. Oh, my Hannah. I, I've seen, <laughs> now I know what you're talking about. So you've seen that before, right? Man. So these people have it priced actually pretty low. They're probably trying to get rid of it. But if you can get the green lid Nest Tea, wow, it's going for upwards of yeah, anywhere from twenty to seventy bucks a wow a unit, and it's not not being made. So it's discontinued. It's mm-hmm. not coming back. There's another one if you put in the uh, I think it's sweet lemon tea. You might find mine. Wow. It's a bigger jar, and they're you know uh, two to four dollars at your grocery store. You can try to go to Walmart, so they're pretty cleared out. You want to go to the uh, the grocery stores on the shady part of town that don't get visited a whole lot, get a lot of love. Wow, I see that. And see, there you see there. I mean, that's twenty bucks. You know, I got mine up for I think forty to twenty, depending on what it is. Because these ones are going to sell. It's kind of like the see how do you, the M and M's. How do you find this stuff? I'm plugged in, man. You this are is, plugged this is a, in. This is one of your bolos. This is a big time bolo. So when things get discontinued. People are uh, pretty brand loyal. I mean, it's summer. They're liking their sweet teas. They're liking their iced tea. And they're get, it's, it's disappearing, so they have to go online and find it, obviously, right? Wow. So that means if you can go find this at the store for anywhere from 4 to 2 bucks, whatever it is, for a case, a jar, and turn around and flip it on eBay. So I was going around to, I mean, every grocery store 
from here to probably about 40 miles away and just uh, see what I could find. Clearing, clearing the shelves as I go. Whistling my songs. Listening to your podcast. Listen to my podcast. Tax, tax deductible. It is. All tax deductible trips. Um, so I, I went to the bins. Did I tell you that I went to the bins? You told me you did in your suit coat and stuff. I, I did go to the bins. I didn't quite... Uh, I didn't have the opportunity to engage in the bins. So last week I took my wife up, oh, kids. You took the kids. That's yeah. brave, man. Well, she we didn't really. She didn't want to do it because we were like we went to the, this huge uh, MPS store. Yes, sir. And what That's MPS store, store is? It's essentially a ginormous that goes on for eight thousand miles pack of, lunch, of a warehouse that has all kinds of stuff. Oh, it's random treasure hunting. It, it is complete, total randomness. Like, boxes that you don't even know what... You have to basically open them to find out what it is. I've, I've made some good hauls at the NPS store. Trampoline pad, tumbling blocks. I don't know if everywhere's got this. They actually have an eBay store as well where they sell stuff from the NPS store, but it's one of my favorite stores. I've talked about it for weeks now. Yeah. If you live in this area, you're doing yourself a disservice if you're not going there just to buy stuff for yourself. I went and bought two ginormous cabinets for my garage. Yeah. And you probably got my great deal. Awesome deal. Yeah. Here's now, a, something. So though. I'm going to yeah. ask you something because okay. I, I went and there was a set of lockers. I was trying to do something different in my garage. <laughs> really cool set of red lockers. It was five by two, so five on the top, two on the bottom. Just like a middle school. Just like a middle school. I, I remember, you know. Anyways, I saw it. I'm like, man, that's really cool. And I'm like, I wanted to make sure it was all right, you know, because I'm decorating the garage, getting it already. So. Called my wife. She's like, yeah, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I better make sure. So that was on Wednesday. We went back on Saturday. They're gone. Oh, they're gone, man. They're like, gone. you got to be kidding me. He got hit fast. It was in the half off, and I and I had the guy because he was helping because it was a large cabinet, this other one. I'm like, hey, man, there used to be some red lockers over here. What happened to them? Oh, man, we've had those for months, and nobody's ever bought them. They went to auction. Oh, okay. So I'm like. What do you say? Yeah, the auction. I think that's Mondays. Yes, Mondays are apparently auction days, so I need here's, some real insights on my these auction favorite. days. So my dad's the one that introduced me to the NPS store, and even before you're selling, you can go get like great deals and uh, yeah. all sorts of things. So um, it was half off green. No, it was green green tag week where you got fifty percent off in the huge. Yeah, there's always there. some something going. If you're uh, if you're not from here, it's like an outlet grocery store outlet oh, surplus out. It's just like this mega discount store for the most part. Some things are priced a little high. You have to you have to yeah. know what you're doing. But yeah. so what happens is they have auctions and sometimes they have blind auctions. So here's my dad's favorite story. I don't know who he got it from. They had a pallet, right? So you're just bidding blind on a pallet that's shrink wrapped in black wrap. Okay. And and people are just they're just up there mystery grab bags. Mystery grab bag pallet. <laughs> And uh, it's, it's covered in, in wrap, so you can't see what it is. You can't get up there, and people are just just bidding. So I think a guy paid, I think it was like two to $400, opens it up. It's a jet engine. <laughs> what? I bought a jet engine for a few hundred dollars or thousands of dollars. <laughs> a jet A jet engine. <laughs> and I guess, I'm guessing he sold it to somebody, probably made some really good money somehow off that. 
we need to go like have a little a field day mm-hmm. where we go on the auction day, but then we also go binning at the same time. So, so the auctions, and this is for any auction, right? Kind of depends on who's there. I've never been to an auction. Oh, you never have. I've, I've never been to an auction. So here's the thing with auctions, and there's a few up there. Uh, my brother Aaron, who's been on the show, went to he goes to them for fun sometimes, and there's a list of not just MPS but people in the area. Uh, you're gonna have other resellers like us, right? Yeah. So. A lot of the auctions, they'll let you come and look at all the items beforehand so you can kind of go and make a lap, see what's for sale, and you're going to get kind of an idea of what you might be interested in, what price point you might want it at. Okay. So is everybody else, right? There's going to be business people that they have stores and legit just need merchandise, and then there's going to be people that just like to collect things and just buy things. So depending on how much money those people have. Their death piles just keep getting Yeah, they just collectors, so... You go there, so you can get, I mean, just like anything, you can get a really good deal, or you can have people bidding you up, and you're going to get to that point where that's what they want, is you to be like, oh, yep. not, not that guy. Yep. Oh, there's old Scott again, trying to bid me up on the price. I'm not going to let him have this one. It might be a jet engine in there, like Jet got that one time. <laughs> yep. And, you, you know, you go back and forth. and Just bidding up so they you can bid. bid and you open it, it's a pallet of Depends diapers or whatever. Or, I mean, they have items, obviously, like the lockers, that you know yeah. what they are. Yeah. And so... Yeah, I mean that's that's half the fun in auctions, but that's an awesome that's a that's I an all day go, event. Just too. you're saying it, it's like it's like when you're a kid and you get that mystery <laughs> bag. Well, they they do some of that. They do some that you can go and see, and you're like, okay, you know, I need fifty bottles of ketchup for my my restaurant or whatever, yeah. and some other guy with the restaurant. I mean, I they, mean, they had water filters, like furniture. I mean, unbelievable, like if you've ever worked on a navy ship and there's a bolt <laughs> as big as your face like they have a, a you know a wrench that can undo it well i mean and there's there's live <laughs> auctions everywhere across the country so i mean this isn't just uh here to us it's just a place where they do them so uh, if you're gonna do auctions do your homework you can get good good deals you need to be able to pay so at auctions when it closes you owe them the money up front most yeah. of them are cash yeah and you better have a way to haul that off because they're not gonna save it for you so getting back into there's everybody's got auctions and things had an interesting conversation with some family this last week. Okay. Got talking about uh, nostalgic items of their parents. It's only nostalgic most of the time when it's in that situation. That thing or knickknack might look really cool in grandma's and you always remember it. But when you try to move it to your house, like, I don't want this junk. It just doesn't doesn't blend in, huh? It just doesn't feel as well. Yeah. And it was funny because that's what my aunt brought up was like, this is all, like, what are we going to do with this stuff? Yeah, there's usually, so, unfortunately, I've had people pass in my life and stuff. I usually want to keep a couple, one, two yeah, items. Yeah, one or two things. But, but, yeah, you don't want to fill your whole house with their stuff. I mean, that's not, not what it's about. I mean, yeah. How, for I, I mean, I, I know we get into it and saying, all right, it's not that hard. It really is not that hard to take some items, take some pictures, put it up on the Internet, like, your research is you, you look at it, you click sold, you hit completed, and you're going to have an idea what it is. I mean, yeah, you, you Google. I mean, you can get an idea if something's valuable or not from a quick Google, even yeah. if it's not selling for those prices. Then, yeah, you And, and just like you're saying with, with, with when you're talking to Denny is if you can ship it somewhere reasonable, it makes sense to kind of broaden your horizon. Like be able to say, hey, I could ship this to Japan and somebody would pay for it. But they're not going to pay $200 for an item that just isn't, you know... 
Yeah, I mean, shippable. Or, or maybe you got, I don't know, grandpa's power tools or whatever. Obviously, you're not gonna, yeah, you're not gonna load up the old saws and everything. But you can sell those locally if you yeah. don't want them or have need for them. And there's people that are into woodworking and stuff, or grandma's crocheting collection. I, I mean, there's there's somebody for everything. I, I think too is if people look at it as a a goal in mind, not just I'm selling this because I don't want it. Selling, we're trying to raise five hundred dollars to go roll the dice in Vegas again. Yeah, I mean, without a goal, right? So you gotta have your purpose of why you're doing it. That's a big thing online now. Is what's your why? You know, what's your why for selling on eBay? And and for me, it's like, well, you know, that's kind of cheesy and corny. But also, you know, is it to take your kids to Disneyland? Yeah. Is it to clear out space in your house? Is it so that you can retire a couple of years early? I mean, that, that is good to have those goals. So when things get tough and you're like, man, this sucks. I want to go watch TV right now. I don't want to be putting up these cards on the Internet. But then you're like, oh, yeah, but I make 40 bucks off these cards. Yeah. So I'm making, you know, 40 bucks in five minutes for putting these cards up. And that goes towards this, that towards that. Then I get to go with Trumpy out to Wendover. And I get to buy some chicken wings and, and watch some football in the, in the fall. So Anybody who does this, like who goes and buys, like... It's an itch. Oh, it's an itch, and it's the easy part, and that's where you can get in trouble. You can you can buy a lot faster than you can sell a lot of the time. Absolutely. And you might not want or have the space to pile up and do stuff, so you got to be kind of careful with what you're doing and, you, and limited. There's a very fine line between collector and hoarder. Oh, if it's not, if it's not for sale, it's hoarding, right? Yeah. Or if your house isn't big enough. I guess if your house is big enough, you can be the most uh, eclectic man with the nicest collection in town. Yes. But... Um, I want to touch on bins real fast since you brought them up. Here's my here's my rules to the bins. And I've been uh, to Vegas as a couple, been up to Portland, been to Seattle, been here. And, so the explanation of the bins is what happens is people will donate to their local it's all, um, uh, it's Goodwill. Good, goodwill. It's also known as Goodwill Outlet. Yeah, and, and what it is is literally it comes in a truckload and it's like beep, 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 dropped off the truck into a bin so they can sort it. But... They don't sort it, you do. What happens is it's all the stuff that doesn't sell right. So yeah. this is the last stop before it goes to some third world country for like, here you go, or to a landfill or whatever they're going to do with it. So they have, it's literally like troughs. There's these big long, <laughs> what are they, probably like 10, oh, they're huge. 10 foot long, probably about that, three yeah. or four foot tall, uh, yeah, probably, about waist high, I guess. Yeah, about three or four feet wide. And uh, yeah, probably yeah, about three foot tall, something like that. And, and uh, so they just will them out in this big warehouse, and people just go ravish through them, take what you want, and you pay by the pound. Yeah. And so they'll have, like, the book bin, the clothes bin. But when they're bringing out new new stuff, people gather around. and the, Vultures. They'll bring, like, a bell or something, and they'll have a space, and they'll you can't touch it until they, they tell you you can't. the line. So people all gather around, and then as soon as that, that opens up, people just go diving headfirst into stuff, and... Uh, with the bins, I always bring gloves. Great tip. Because there's some dirty things, there's some broken things, there's glass things that might be broken. I don't want to get cut up. I don't want to get some weird disease. You ain't getting that again. <laughs> and uh, not not with my inoculations, but you know, with the way the the vaccine vaccinations are going right now, I I might need to be uh, re uh, revaccinated. Rubellum. But so. So you need to be able to have a good eye and just grab things and put them in your cart and look it up later, right? That's a, you got to have a good eye. A good eye and a, 
and a fast hand. You almost have to box out like you're on a basketball court some days, depending on who's there and what you're after. I have to bring in one of our buddies. He, he used to be a coach. He could probably give some good information on boxing people out. <laughs> so you get there. Some hot thing. items. So, yeah, you go through, man, and you just shuffle through. You're paying by the pound. And then you really, you put your it's, cart, when you go to sh- uh, check out, they know what your cart weighs, so they zero out that way. Yeah. And, like, you ramp it up on the uh, scale, and they're like, okay, $5. But it, but it was, I would say, it's not that expensive. Like, oh, no, it's cheap. The more you buy. The more you cheap, the, the more you get, the more weight you have, the cheaper it gets. I think what I remember, I don't remember the exact price, but I think if you had more than 100 pounds, it was like a dollar forty-seven a pound. So you could get 100 pounds of clothing for 150 bucks. My clothing, I mean, there's shoes, yeah. there, there's pants, there's shirts. I think books are a different price, too. CDs, yeah. if I remember right, are a different price, and they'll kind of sort that out and weigh up. But the weigh and pay is another name they call it, the bins. It's Goodwill Outlets. we got to get... I, I, you, I didn't you got get, them in your area, probably. I didn't get a chance to fully experience it, because I really, really felt out of place. It, it's tough if you have kids, and if you don't come, you know, dressed for that. Um, it's It's... It's gonna get dirty, yeah. and it's gonna be a long day because you gotta sort through. I mean, you gotta go digging and looking and waist deep. Um, and the Vegas bins, though, I found a lot of good items, <laughs> and uh, I can't remember everything, but I remember I came out of there. We ought to have our, our buddy trip to go to the bins in Vegas. There's two bins in Vegas. That see, so, you're giving us something to do. So there's a uh, yeah, it's a uh, load it's up interesting. In, load up in the suburban. You get your Elvis paraphernalia. Head on down there with the with, the, with their buddies. <laughs> Stop by the local Burger King. Say, fellas, you want to make some money this weekend? I'm we're, gonna pay you for the pound. We're, we're going to Vegas. A lot of our boys are some big boys. Eh? Paying for the pound, that could like, be a lot of You don't things. even got to dig through it. You just got to block these people. <laughs> and uh, some of them, so you get your regulars, too, and people are just like, have their cart, they have their section. And they, they, know just, they, they know what they're doing, and if you come near them, they're going to... Like, it's like when you go oh, to man. your um, your your place of worship, you get those same people have the same habits, they sit on the same, same area. Spot. And when somebody new shows up in their spot, they're like, what, 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 what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> We're a church. <laughs> I'm they, tr- they mean mugging you. I'm trying to get the hell out of, of me. Of <laughs> you. That's why I'm here. Yes. But you're in my spot, so I'm going to kindly ask you to leave. Uh, I don't get that. People are really, they, again, they're People territorial. territorial. Yeah, I mean, that's what? the same. There's so much well, just stuff. like I say, me at the thrift store, like, people going down shirt aisles are getting coats. I'm like, and it's nothing. Like, I, I can see it's like something that I wouldn't even pick up on. No, that's my shirt. What's he I, doing? I, What's he getting? That's my stuff. I would have passed by the Nest T like eight thousand times before. I'm like, hmm, I'm gonna look that up. Yeah, there's a little. I mean, the store is full of so much stuff. There's no way you can look it all. Up. Well, here's a hot tip for you. There's no way you can look it all up. But if you find out things that have been discontinued, there's a good chance that somebody's gonna want that stuff. Discontinued items. So look it up. Um, also, if you're at um, what are those stores I'm thinking of? Big Lots? Yeah, Big Lots. They went out of business. No, they're still in business. Well, everyone around us keeps flying down. Well, that's where a lot of these places end up. A lot of these things end up at Big Lots. Your discontinued items are like a family dollar stores and stuff. Yeah. So when you're in there, if you see something that kind of catches your eye, check the check it. Because it might be, mm-hmm. you know, something that just didn't do well in the store, but people are still looking for it. Or there you go. whatever reason, your Nest T got discontinued. Um yeah, go go out right now and uh, buy up that stuff if you can find it. What else you got? For going. What else is on your list? Oh man, here I, I carry the show. Uh, da, 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 da. What else you got for me? What else you got for me? What else you got for me? <laughs> well, you got to move it along, man. Well, are you a fan of Stranger Things? 
I've never seen the show. Oh, man. But hold on. Hold oh, on. man. No, no, I'm going to leave. Hold on. Here we go. I've never seen the show, but I have a client who works directly with the guy who's the main guy. The guy that's the main guy. Yeah, There's I don't a bunch know. of kids. Yeah, the kid. So... The kid, I guess he had some sort of a, a, a problem with his, his teeth, his smile. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so so this girl that I do do taxes you for. You're saying the X-Files. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. You'd like this show, actually, because it's got, got that, that, that stuff going. Do, do, do. Yeah. So anyway, she does a, a foundation with him. And it talks about the, um, however, the deformity he was born with, something with his smile that didn't quite come in the same um, this girl that I do her taxes, I guess her daughter has the same um, the same um, thing. Thing. So there you go. Yes, I don't know anything about it. I know the guy with the thing with the smile with the thing. That's what I know. The thing about the thing with the thing. The thing. I can't even do Bill Cosby impression now. Little prison. <laughs> really. Yeah. The thing. Jello. Um, pop. So season three is coming out of Stranger Things. Right? All right. Okay. Give me. Give so me it's, it's popular. Things. I know you don't know any of this, but it, it's popular. All right. Everybody likes it. Not just the kids. It's a thing. It's a to do. They uh, they're filmed so they're based in the eighties. It's it's uh, set in the eighties. Right? I still live there. Men- mentally. Mentally. Not the Stranger Things or in the 80s. <laughs> Which one? E.T. Phone Home. So. The, <laughs> and your Bill Cosby reference. The other thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's he's relevant until about a year or two ago. Yeah. About seven. <laughs> yeah. Seven? He hasn't been in jail that long. He's got to prison not that long ago. Oh, I was thinking of O.J. Simpson. Bill Cosby and O.J. Simpson, same guy, the probably so... That explains a lot. And you're like telling us how you're a numbers football guy. What was Bill Cosby's Russian in stats hey, in the eighties? He played at Temple. Did he play at Temple? Or yeah, just, he went to Temple. He, I played, he, played. he played at Temple. Well, played something. I don't know if it's football, but yeah. he played something. Yeah, I know what he was playing. He's playing. Hey, hey, take a take a hey, sip hey, of this drink. Hey, hey, hey. And we're a family show. We can keep it. We can keep it between the lines, especially with this bonus show we got coming up. I'm I'm a little worried about what might happen. Um, that's a that's a tease. And so, you're going to want to listen to it. Um, so Stranger things. things. Filmed in the 80s. Yes. It's a thing. It's a to-do. Okay. They uh, have a tie-in with Coke. Coke is releasing... you remember New Coke? Yeah. You remember the flop that was New Coke? Yes. So, uh, for a limited time, they have about half a million cans or bottles of New Coke that they're releasing with Stranger Things... That I'm going to tell you right now is going to be a huge bolo. If you can get a hold of this, there's going to be some already for sale up there. Holy Hannah. If you can get a hold when, of this. When he says huge with a Y. No, I don't say huge with a Y. I'm, not, mean, I'm not an orange 45-er. We're, I say huge like a, like a man. We're talking, I mean, low price, 70 bucks up to $100, and people are watching left and right. And they're not released yet, so if you no. if you look, they're, uh, they're still not released. Yeah, how did... So they wow. they prepaid for them. Um, so there's going to be some new Coke released uh, affiliated with Stranger Things. Um, there's a few places you can get them. Coke's website, which is probably sold out, which is where a lot of this pre-stuff comes in if you're looking at it. They're going to put limited uh, Stranger Things vending machines around the country in different places. I don't know how to find out if your place is one of those places. So if, uh, if you can find uh, one of these new Coke cans from the Stranger Things... And it just says New Coke on it. Like, that's... Well, you remember... Do you remember what New Coke was? Help me remember. I, so, I remember Pepsi Clear. So, back in the 80s, uh, Pepsi kind of got hot, you know. Coke was the old drink. Pepsi was kind of doing well. So, they decided, 
we're going to do new Coke. We're going to get rid of Coke, and we're going to do new Coke, which basically tasted like Pepsi. And people hated new Coke. So it kind of flopped miserably. It came out really hot, but then it just, like, people were revolting. Then they changed the name to Coke 2 and brought back Coke Classic, which is what we have now, right? Yeah. So there's going to be uh, online. You can you can get it before it sells out. Uh, betting machines around the country. I, I Google and look and see where you can find all this. And then I think at the Coke World at Atlanta, you'll be able to get it. Man, you, what about the Coke place down in Vegas? I don't think they're going to. I was looking. I don't think they're going to have it. We better do some research. We need to do some research. Out. But they're only going to do about, which sounds like a lot, but they're only going to do about a half million cans. So this show has millions of millions of viewers. So this is like for a can of Coke? Well, for this right now, you get that you get packaged. So I think you get like... Uh, special like, cans, like four, or yeah, something? something like that. Like, okay. But if you can, if you can find a place to get the can, if you have a uh, vending machine, I would just buy yeah. out everything you can get in that vending machine and put it on the put it on the eBay's, make you some money. Apparently, the Diet Coke festive cherry is is another good bolo too. Oh, is it going well? Yeah, man, this is like insane. So yeah, I mean, there's that's what people say. I don't know what to sell. There's nothing around me. There's nothing to do. Uh, Japanese Avengers Coke um, going for about 180 bucks. Well, if you're in Japan, I guess you got a buddy. Why don't you hit up your guy? You sold your McDonald's Mac to. It concerns and say, hey, send me over some of this. Let's start a trade. It concerns me people selling Coke on the internet for 180 dollars. Well, it's not the kind of Coke that you're used to getting. I, I don't know what kind of Coke this is, my friend. Your old, your old uh, booger sugar. This is this is Coca-Cola. P-Town. New Coke. Another tease. Even if you have, somehow, if you go to Granny's garage and, you, and she has a case of the original oh. New Coke. Ooh. Granny, she loved Coke. That's probably who was revolting I mean, she when always, the New Coke. When, when grandma, we'd always go to Grandma's. Like We didn't have a lot of... We'd drink some soda and stuff, but anytime you went to Grandma's, you had to get a Coke or a Sprite. Always. Always. That's just what you had to do, huh? Yeah. What else you got for me? What else you got? What else you got? What else you got? I'm tired of carrying the show. Oh, just, ooh, look at over here. This is going to get in Japan. I just Googled it on the internet. Ooh, look what popped up on this searches related topic. Tired tired of doing all this heavy lifting with my list on my, that I come in with every week. An exhaust. Follow. Will, will you sit over there and say, what else you got? What else you got? I've heard of Stranger Things. That kid's got a mouth problem. I know somebody with a mouth problem. I do taxes for him. I do taxes for people with math problems at AdamUpAccounting.com. That's right. You need to get into the Stranger Things first off. You got the Netflix at home, right? I do. You got kids. Yeah. They like scary, kind of, kind of scarier things, but not like, not like, not like. Have we? Have we intense. Scary. Apparently, you've forgotten this conversation. When we get to the special Halloween episode. Um, oh, you don't like scary things. I don't like anything scary. You like the 80s. I don't like, I know, but if it's like a weird, like, oh, anything. I, How are we going to talk about growing up in Pahrump in the desert and UFOs well, and stuff? Well, I lived that. That was real. Well, this is like that. No, no, I can't I can't handle the unknown. You can't handle the upside down worlds and stuff? No, that doesn't work for me. You get your kids and your wife to watch and tell you how it is. I still have nightmares from never-ending stories. <laughs> He's not joking, folks. That scar is a seven-year-old kid. Well, you're... Big you're white fluffy thing flying you're around. You're significantly older than seven now. Maybe you could uh, dab into it about so you could find things to sell. About 30 years Half older. the fun of watching these kind of shows. And so I'll watch like, something said in the 80s or 90s and saying, 
man, where did they buy? They got that on eBay. Somebody sold them that shirt. Somebody sold them that. You know, I'm like, oh, if I could find that thing, I'd sell that's that. True. And that's who buys it. I've actually had a few prop houses buy some things from me. Speaking of that, your Netflix uh, subscription—if that's what you're using it for—it's called research material. That's a tax deduction. And my other tax deduction would be my WWE network that I need to re-up. I've uh, been selling pro wrestling cards like crazy this week. Cards? Cards. You know, my, my graded cards. Uh, you're, you're, you're an animal, man. I, uh, I, I have a friend, I'm not going to say his name, who lives in, in uh, Peru, Illinois. Wow. Did you know there was a Peru, Illinois? Is his name Droogie Hauser? No. Oh. No, I did, not, been, I did not know there was Peru. He's been, been buying cards for me left and to the right. Wow. As, hard, as, as fast as I can list some of these. See, that's insane. And then he'll come back and buy more. And then he'll come back and buy every paycheck. I think he's uh, <laughs> he's significantly uh, contributing that to me. It's and his, he's happy. It's his retirement. And he's happy. And I, I had a, a card. So here's the problem. So I'll have things like yesterday I had this uh, The Rock card. You know Rocky Maivia. We've talked about oh, him before. Yeah. Dwayne Johnson. And it's been sitting there for a while. I'll just put it up, right? Maui. I'll just I'll just hurry and put it up. It's it's nothing too special, but I need to get some things going. I'm putting up my Nest T anyways. So I put it up. Before I went to bed, it had sold. And I'm like, how long have I been sitting on this money? Like, I got things that will just sell. That's crazy, man. And so that's kind of what's been going on this week. I've had a lot of, a lot of that going. A lot of my, my PSA, as I call it, graded cards that... Um, if you don't know, I guess go back in the archives. I explain that whole process and everything. But if you have a, a, a ten graded card or what have you, it makes it worth more money. And uh, you, you're just full of the bolos. So I'm a bolo man. Um, I'd suggest now I'm on the Twitter machine at Droy Everett. I don't really tweet a whole lot, and then when I do, it's usually because I'm at corporations or about playoff games. <laughs> I'm going to try to do better about that. But I would also, I'm on the Instagram, but I don't really use it. But if you're looking for people and, and things and stuff like this, it's not bad to uh, use these resources of social media social media and things to find out what people are selling, what's going, get some trends, and find some things. I'm going to get on the tweet machine. Because there's people that are, uh, I mean, that do this full time, that are sharing their information, just like us. But this is like, hey, this is what I found today. This is what's going. I mean... They're, they're, I mean, you say, how do you find this? You do the research, right? You find the people, you follow them, you build relationships. You grind it. It's just like your regular job, yeah, but, but now, you can enjoy it. I mean, it's it's part of my right. So after my regular job, this whole week I've been going out to grocery stores, and not your not your standard grocery stores. I'm going to the the ones that uh, are in the south sides or in the you know like oh yeah, man, I can't believe this place is still over in East, East Abington. I'm over in East Abington. <laughs> Going to uh, the store, saying, "Well, uh, I hope it's hope I get in and I'm getting in, and getting out." Another thing, so I'll give out some more. Um, I'll give a lot of information. There's a there's a McCormick meat marinade. Have you heard of McCormick? Used it several times. So that, I think it's just called meat marinade. They're not making it anymore. Put that one in there. McCormick meat McCormick meat marinade. And this is another bolo for you. I haven't been able to find any of these, but. Uh, this is going to be in some of those East Stabbington type grocery stores where uh, you look people in the eye and you get in and get out. So I'm finding the, how these grocery stores are laid out and, and trying to just do it really fast. Um, that's not how you spell. Yeah, I know. Don't let's not let's not wait for our <laughs> listeners to know how I spell. Well, it's more, I can add. It's more the meat grinder that came up, and I'm wondering what you're into on the weekends. I'm like, ah, recent search history delete. Um, 
You're going to try to do a client, clean, family-friendly show here about Adam typing in meat in his Google whoa, search whoa. and seeing what else pops up of, of recent visits. And uh, Hey, hey, I found it. There was two C's. There was the two C's that threw me off. So you go McCormick, then go meat marinade. See, how do you, how do you even get onto this stuff? I'm, I just told you how to get onto this stuff. I'm, I'll give away all my secrets to you people. And, and why don't you do this at home as you're listening? McCormick Meat Marinade. Holy Hannah. <laughs> Brand new four meat marinades for 42 bucks. So that's, that's been discontinued as well. Look at that one. That one expired on 10 5. Yeah, it's just 14 years it's ago. Just herbs. I mean, it's just, you know, seasoning. It is herbs. So, if you, can, so if you can find this stuff, people are willing to pay. Listen for. Twelve, ten bucks a bat, man. That's insane. I here's the question that you have. You've taught me very well. Don't ask. You, you want to know why you're selling on eBay? Don't ask why people are buying on eBay. Don't ask. I don't care why this guy wants to spend one hundred and twenty dollars on this. Not my, not my thing. That's his. You just want to get to the grocery stores and find them, right? And you got some good bolos for me right now. So I mean, these are a little harder to find. Obviously, they've been. You know, going out of clearing off the shelf or whatever you want to call it, but there's certain things that people use, so, and that's what they use. Uh, all right, you, you've turned us on to some interesting things. How do you find these bolos? Like, I, you're just on like the tweet machines and find it. Are you, you in the, the Facebook machines, groups? You get on Instagrams. You get on, um, you know, what are you searching in Instagram? Like rare marinate meat oh, no, sausage. So, you're, you're, so you what? find another resellers, right? Like I tell you, follow me at, at Deroy Everett. And then at D-Roy Everett says, hey, this is what I'm finding today. This is what they're going for. So you find other resellers. You go to these reselling groups. You find people that are doing this. And you start following each other and sharing your tips and tricks, right? So somebody that's out in South Carolina doesn't care if I know that all this stuff, this Nesty's going for this or this McCormick's because I'm not coming to South Carolina and stealing their stuff. Or somebody in Texas or, or whatever, right? They're not, not afraid of competition because in their town, they've already cleared all this out by the time they're telling me about it. It's gone. So, just like I know, you're not going to drive up the street and find it at the grocery store because I was there two days ago <laughs> when I got it. There ain't nothing left, people. And it's discontinued, so it's not going there. <clears throat> Some of this stuff you can do at the Walmart and stuff, but that gets hit pretty heavy. Yeah. There's a lot of people there, and it's just, I mean, maybe well, around Christmas time with toys and stuff, it's the same kind of idea. It's just in the summer. I mean... And you're 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 all over it today. I appreciate it, my friend. We got to uh, we got to run. Oh man, is it that time already? It's it's past that time. What else you got? What else you got? What else you got? <laughs> you got nothing but hot tips, man. I've given I've given a lot of hot tips. It's been a good show. It is a good show. I, I give us some feedback. We, we I think we feel like we kind of fell off with the. We, we need the reviews because I am telling you the. Two and a half, three hour session, whatever it's going to be, talking about Jerry Salone's stuff. Well worth it. Well, here's why we need it because we see all you people, we're in the groups, we're yeah. in the forums, and people say, hey, where do I find out about this? Hey, yeah. where do I get this? And they kind of get ridiculed or beat up. Yeah. And then you'll pop in there like, hey, come, come look at our show. Yeah, come and check it out. People do it. So the more um, feedback, the more reviews, five star reviews, or whatever you're listening to, two star reviews. Well, I don't want any two star reviews. Well, you can I'll contact t- me about that. I'll turn it into eBay. <laughs> At Adam Beasley, if you have a problem with me. I'll take off the two-star review if you send if me... If you send me $10. If you send me your McCormick meat marinade. Don't start Don't start extorting me money for, for reviews. But what I'm saying is, 
is we know there's people out there that are interested in this. They're going to be putting it in Google and stuff or, or wherever you find your fine podcast that you're listening to right now. And the more reviews we get, the more five-star reviews or, or positive people reviews, find people find us. And that helps us out to keep doing the show. And that helps them out to, to find their, their herd, as we've talked about before, their people, tribe. their tribe. So it's not going to hurt you none to go and give Derek and Adam a, a five-star review and say, give these guys a listen, right? Man, I just found how to do the sold items on the computer instead of just my phone. Yeah, always, always, uh, always, if you find, so if you're at a grocery store and you find some things that are on the clearance rack and stuff, it's not going to, I mean, take five minutes and, and search them on your phone for sold and see what they're going for, right? This literally, like, literally, you, you always look at the salts. Like, who cares what people listen it for? A lot of three McCormick meat marinades for $30. $10 a package. Yeah, I'm sure those cost big bucks at the store, like 50 cents or these, so. These guys got them for 15 a piece. There you $150. Get your meat marinade right now. We got a friend who's all about sausage making. I wonder if he's got any of this. I wonder if Briefcase has got his sausage spices. I don't know. He marinates it in. I don't know either. So, yeah, go give us a five-star or positive review wherever you're listening to us at. It helps us out, helps the show grow, and uh, it makes us happy. Yes, it does. And then, in turn, we tell you things like this that you can go make big bucks on. Selling Coke, meat marinades. New Coke. New Coke, uh, atomic fireballs, M&Ms. Every week, man, things change. It's a a moving target, right? It it is. You just adapt. You don't want, I heard this phrase this week, you don't want to become like Blockbuster. There you go. It's it's like shooting a bat with a shotgun. Throwing dead cats. You've no no shooting oh, a bat. With you can a shoot shotgun. bats with shotguns, but all of a sudden throwing dead cats. That's where you draw the line. But yeah, I mean bats are like the rodents. It's like running over a mouse. Bats clear out the mosquitoes. No. no. Yeah. Have you ever shot a bat? No. We'll get into that in the tease episode. I'm gonna be shooting bats. What's exactly. do to you? Like, try try to suck my blood. Like Batman. He's saving the world from crimes and criminals. You're more of a joker kind of guy. I am a joker. You know it's a joke? That there's only two things in life that are for certain? That's right. That'd be death piles. And taxes. Well, they call me the fireman. That's my name. Making my rounds all over town. Putting out old flames. Well, everybody like to have what I got I can cool them down when they're smoldering hot I'm the fireman That's my name well, Last night I had a bad one A mile or so down the road Hey, my buddy walked down And left his one burning out of control Hey, she called me up and I grabbed my hose with the little mouth of mouth. She was ready to go. I'm the fireman. That's my name. Hey, when they call me the fireman, that's my name.
they call me the fire. 